0: This is your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. I'm Nick. Thanks for listening. It's always great to learn new things, even if it makes you a little uncomfortable. In this case, I heard a phrase that helped me make sense of what my loved ones are going through. It gave me empathy for them that I wasn't expecting, and it scares the bejesus out of me. Three little words. That's all it takes sometimes. You familiar with the term aging in place? I had never heard it till this past week. I was talking to my friend Shy, um, whose mom lives with him, and she just turned 91. Ah. And he was talking about it in reference to she's still in good shape, she still has her faculties, and so she is comfortable living there, but of course there's a certain amount of worry uh yeah. whenever somebody gets up there in age you know oh, sure. can you take care of them mm-hmm. do they have everything they need in terms of safety and things of that nature but it never occurred to me you know how i feel about houses yeah right like houses are just tools to sleep in yeah <laughs> right like i can pretty much go anywhere and i'm comfortable but for someone who is getting older and who needs consistency Like I'd never, I guess I'd never thought about it that way. And it never, when you get a phrase that makes the most sense and it just all comes together in terms of the understanding and the comprehension. Oh yeah. And that was something for me that, you know, I didn't understand it. Until then it's super important concept. Yeah,
1: Uh, and I'm very familiar with it because one of my pro bono clients is a group called neighbors network Mm -hmm. And their whole purpose is to allow people to age in place And the point is this if you've spent 30 years the last 30 years of your life You're 90 in a house that you love full of your memories and full of all the things that you're familiar with you want to stay there and you don't want to have to leave that space just to get your, your, your everyday conveniences and your, your, um, your daily living stuff. Right. So this group brings on volunteers that will bring stuff to your house that will do simple repairs around your house, that will uh, take you out places that you need to go because you may don't have mobility or you don't have uh, a car or ability to drive anymore. And their point is, we want you to be able to continue living your life where you're living your life and still have all the things that you need in life. And uh, I, I just, I love the concept, which is why I said yes to doing the pro bono gig. Also, it was started by a really brilliant friend of mine who is in her 70s now, who created this concept in our community Her name is Annette Kelly. She, Dr. Annette Kelly. Uh, she was a a nursing professor at Florida Southern college. And, uh, amazing human being and she created this not just you know envisioning the end of her life but considering all all aging people across the country she traveled around the country seeing different models of this before she designed and created this one for our mm-hmm. community and it serves mostly winter park and maitland uh, older people just because that's all they have the capacity for right now uh, but it's it's a cool concept and i think it's it's a good thing to be able to help seniors in our community stay where they want to stay. It's empowering to them yeah, to for be able sure. to be there.
0: And uh, I think part of it and maybe part of the block in my mind until I heard that phrase was how sometimes it's shown in um, pop culture. So I always go yeah. back to that well a yeah. little bit. But like the most, the most prominent one I can think of is in The Sopranos. Did you watch that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the mom, who oh, yeah. turns out to be evil. <laughs>
1: oh, she, was, she was one of the most evil characters and in it. Oh. No
0: matter what he did, she was unhappy. So he was like, I'm just going to move you yeah. a- into that place. And so you didn't have much sympathy for her. Yeah. Right? Like there was all this stuff going on with her. She lost her husband. Um, her kids didn't really care that much for her or about her. Um, she wasn't nice. It was hard to get. You know, used to her or near her. Um, So that's what I guess that's what I had in my head until I heard this phrase like, oh, that makes sense. Like why she wouldn't want to move, whether you're evil, nice, whatever, is because familiarity is important. Oh, yeah. Patty's uh, father has a cousin who is in her
1: early 80s now, I believe, who just moved out of the house that she'd lived in for like 50 years. It was, I mean, she spent the majority of her adult life in this same space, but she was suffering from, from some dementia Mm -hmm. and really had to be moved. She couldn't stay in that space. But that was, that was, he considered it tragic that she had to move out of that space. Him considering, you know, he's 86 living in his house right now with his daughter and working that out just fine. But I think the older you get, the harder it is to leave the space that you're in. I've been in this house for 30 years and I was considering, I went and looked at a house this weekend with Patty and I got a little emotional beforehand at the thought of leaving this space. So I can relate to that concept of wanting to age in place.
0: So do you, and my mom has talked about this with uh, me and my sister before because her mom has become very dependent and you know wants to have her space but she lives up in Ohio so she leans a lot on her daughter up there, my aunt and her son. Uh, but you know, it's going to be hard to move her if she does need to move because she's a, she is a, um, a fiercely independent person, but she's also mean. (laughs) So my mom doesn't necessarily want her to move in with her because she knows when she comes down for a couple of weeks or a month, (laughs) just so that everybody up there can get a break. Um, it's not take. relaxing. Yeah. It is How not relaxing. Um, we think so. My mom's 71. So my grandmother's well into her 90s. And what's your grandmother's name? Like, uh, what's her name? Vula. Vula. Vula Mandis.
1: I love that. That's a
0: cool name. Yeah. <laughs> but she
1: is mean. Oh, now, was she, mean. has she always been, or did she just get cantankerous in her older age? No,
0: she's always been pretty mean. Oh, yeah. So
1: did you ever stay with her when you were a kid? Did oh, you yeah.
0: Been, yeah, for sure. Did you and like
1: staying with her when you were a kid?
0: Yeah, okay. when my grandfather was around, for sure. My grandfather was a very gregarious guy. Ah, uh, so he offset her. Yeah, intensity. for sure. And uh, when she was younger, she wasn't quite as... Uh, I don't know. She you, she still cooks a lot. She still makes sure you're fed. Mm. All of those things a grandmother is supposed to do, or a Greek grandmother anyway is supposed to yeah. do, but also just mean. And I, I think she doesn't like me because I don't think towards the end she liked her husband. So I don't think she likes men in general. <laughs> and so you want to try to speak Greek to her. She's like, I don't, I don't understand. What do you want? Oh. Yeah, it's pretty funny, oh, actually. That's
1: sweet, though, that yeah. you try to speak Greek to her. Oh, sure. Like, you know, that's... Yeah.
0: But then, okay, so which leads me to my mom doesn't want to live with her. Yeah. And so she's got to the point where she doesn't want to be a burden, and I'm using air quotes, to my sister or I. Like Mm. she doesn't want to put that on us because she's seen what it's like. With her. How hard it is. And so I'm fine with whatever decision. You know, we're getting to the point where uh, my dad, too, I'm going to have to figure out, like, going forward, what are we going to do here? Yeah. But thinking about my own kids, I'm like, I'll go. I'll go wherever. <laughs> Just ship me out. Yeah. That's totally fine. I don't want to be any kind of burden to you. Yeah. what do you, What is in your mind of what your long-term plans are? I, I don't think anybody wants to
1: be a burden on their kids, but I have this different philosophy, and it is...
0: We take care of each other, Mm -hmm. you know. I mean, family takes care of each other. I mean, my kids are going to pay for all this stuff. (laughs) It's going to be a really nice place.
1: That's you know, I I I took care of my kids for the first you know eighteen years of their lives, everything that they needed, you know. And I I mean, I still take care of parts of their lives, but they're fully independent human beings at this point. And I'm just I'm just looking at uh, if I can be independent, I will be independent, and if I can't be independent, I will be dependent wherever I need to be dependent. And I won't mind taking something from my kids or taking some support from my kids uh, because I think that's what people who love each other do. Sure. But if it gets to the point where it becomes a real burden, you know, where it's, it's making them unhappy or, or decreasing the quality of their lives significantly, I would rather be taken care of by strangers than do that. You know, that's, so that's, that's kind of the way I envision it that, you know, at some point, at some point, you know, we all need to be taken care of, mm-hmm. and and I don't blame my kids if they feel like they can't put out what it takes. I'm not in a position right now even to take care of my father, who's 81 years old. I mean, he could move into my house, but I'm not really equipped to take care of all of his needs. Uh, you know, so and
0: he probably would move in with you.
1: He, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you the truth. I've offered, I've offered, to, you know, to to fly him down here to have him come live with us, uh, and I was super relieved when he said no. Mm -hmm. And that feels super selfish to say, but that's actually my truth. I don't really want my, my elderly dad to be living with me. Now, if he had to live with me, I would make that happen and make it work out. And so would Patty, because that's our, you know, our approach to family. But I was really glad when he said, no, no, I don't want that. Then I just leaned into it and I'm like, dad, really? You should, I would love to have you here. (laughs) Are
0: you sure? Does he know that he could, we could get him on a podcast? Oh, as a matter of fact, today is his birthday. Oh, he turned 81 today. Uh,
1: So yeah, he's, and he would not be listening to a podcast because he's a troglodyte, Uh, his own words. He just is not into the technology thing. He's afraid of it and it makes him angry. So last year at this time, I was actually with him on his birthday which was kind of a cool experience. We were in uh, a Chinese restaurant I used to go to as a child. Throughout my childhood, my father would bring six kids to this place and they'd treat us like the royal family, uh, the Kowloon in Saugus, Massachusetts. It was a fun fun experience. And it was good to see him there surrounded by his kids, his grandkids and his great grandkids. So that was good. I miss him this year, but I'm glad he's not living with me. Hey gang, it's Bob. In spite of the fact that I was happy that my elderly dad refused my invitation to move into my house with my love and me, I really do believe in the philosophy of caring for each other. I'm doing my best right now to take care of as many people as I can in my life. I'm hoping that when it's my turn to receive care, I'll have some decent caring karma saved up and I will humbly and graciously receive the care I need. Life is give and take, my friends. Let's do both and be okay with it. Thanks for listening.